It's Monday, September 12th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back to Goodwill Talk Daily, everybody. It's great to be with you today. Pastor Marcos with you as we dive back into the Word together. We do this every single morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it is that you're listening to Goodwill Talk Daily. What we're doing is we're spending some time, just a few minutes, in the Word and in prayer. And my prayer is that this actually spurs you on into deeper study, that this isn't the only time that you spend with the Lord every day, but that um, while you have a busy life, you take this time and then build on it with your own study or your own time in prayer or maybe your own devotional or time in Scripture. So that's, that's my hope, is that this is just a great way of priming the pump for the time that you're going to have with the Lord throughout the rest of today. Well, we are in 2 Timothy chapter 4, and we're looking at an important passage that really has to do with the work of Timothy in the church in Ephesus. He has been charged by Paul to preach the Word, And then he's told that he has to be willing to do it in season and out of season because there are some times coming up in his ministry where he will run into opposition because of the truth that he is teaching. So let's look at the passage and then pull apart just one little section of these few verses. We're in 2 Timothy chapter 4, and I'm going to start reading in verse 1 and go through verse 5. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, And by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. We are looking at the second half of verse 3 today. Uh, The first half is for the time will come when people will not endure sound teaching. But this, the second half of this is what we want to lean into. But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. There's a couple different uh, interesting phrases here that I want to highlight and, and draw out for you. And the first is this idea of having itching ears. What does that mean? Well, it's a, it's a turn of phrase, a colloquialism, something that um, everybody would have understood in the first century when it was used. Paul's just using a, an ordinary figure of speech that Timothy would have immediately picked up. But let's think about what it is to have an itching ear. Let's just consider um, what it means to have an itch, right? If something itches, say you have an itch in the middle of your back. Has that ever happened to you? When the middle of your back itches, no matter how you contort your arms, you can't reach it. So eventually you find yourself acting like a bear, right? And scratching your back up against the back of a pole or you grab uh, some of them. Some of you may have a back scratcher that has been built specifically for this situation where you can't reach your back. And so you, you grab a back scratcher and you scratch, scratch, scratch. And oh, man, how good does it feel to scratch an itch that you haven't been able to scratch? How the sense of relief <laughs> that that is, right? Well, imagine if you had an itch in your ear that you could not reach, right? That's the word picture that Paul is teaching here, that kind of an itch. But there is no tool, there is no way for you to be able to get to that itch. 
And then someone comes along and says, I can get to that itch for you. I know how to scratch that particular itch. The turn of phrase, the word picture is to describe people who have to hear a particular thing or they're not going to listen. Some of these things can be theological. If I don't hear my theological hobby horse talked about in this sermon, it was a bad sermon. All right? There are people who, who feel that way. If, if the worship team doesn't play this kind of particular song, or if the worship team doesn't play this kind of particular hymn, then I'm going to be unhappy. There is a threat to local churches um, that has to do with itching ears. And that threat is the, the schism, the breaking apart, the fault line that can be created when preferences or opinions are not satisfied by that local church. I remember attending a church a long time ago when I was still a kid, uh, and it, it existed, this church existed because of a church break, right? There had been a church that had broken in two and Part of the congregation left in a half, and the reason they left was because of a change in hymnal, right? It wasn't that they changed from using a hymnal to not using a hymnal. This wasn't that they used to sing only hymns, and now they're singing praise and worship songs with a guitar. That That's not the shift that happened. The shift that happened was that the church had decided to update the hymnal with a new one, and the church split. It's a pretty remarkable thing, isn't it? But but here was the thing. They had an itch. This group of people had an itch. And they needed somebody to scratch that itch for them. And it didn't matter if it caused damage. didn't matter if it wasn't true. But they needed that itch scratched. And, and the way that those itches are scratched in the first century is that people will accumulate for themselves... Teachers, this is what Paul says, having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And so instead of sitting under the word and hearing the word proclaimed and maybe even being bothered by it sometimes because it's confronting your sin or confronting wrong opinions or, or confronting a, a worldly way of looking at things rather than a biblical way of looking at things, Instead of allowing the scripture to, to mold you and challenge you and shape you, instead, the people that Paul is warning Timothy about will find for themselves a bunch of teachers elsewhere and bring them in to say the things that they want to hear. They, social media has become a wonderful way to do this because you can find anybody to, who will agree with you. You could have the most off-the-wall opinion about anything. You could. Swear up and down that polka dots and stripes do indeed belong in the same wardrobe. That if you put on an outfit, you should have both polka dots and stripes. And the whole world could look at you and say, that's really not a good idea. You don't want to do that. But you will find a group on Facebook who will agree with you. You will find a group on social media say, you know what? You're right. And not only are you right, but we now need to go to war. There's the passion. We now need to get emotional and angry and anxious about this, and we need to get rid of all the people who disagree. Having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, not the passions of God, not the passions of the scriptures, for God is without passion, 
and the scriptures or the word of God, but because they have their own passions, they're just looking for teachers that agree with them, willing to say the things that they already agree with. No discipleship, no change, no transformation, because you're telling me everything my ears are itching to hear. Can you hear the danger of that? I think we're all prone to this because we all have opinions about theology or politics or culture or anything like that. We all have opinions, and it is very easy in a highly opinionated culture to find people who agree with us. But that's not the point of being in worship and hearing the word preached. The point is to hear the scriptures opened up. The point is to allow the Bible to speak to us well. Having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. Brother and sister Christian, beware. When you go searching for people to say the things you agree with, rather than the things that the scriptures teach, then you may find yourself in the same situation as these folks here in the first century in Ephesus. And these folks aren't lifted up, but instead, Paul warns Timothy of their danger. And Paul warns Timothy that it goes contrary to sound teaching. So brother and sister Christian, maybe you heard something in worship even this past weekend that you were frustrated by. Don't go running for people who would agree with you. But instead, in prayer, go to the Word. Consider, is this what the Scripture actually teaches? And if it is, then submit to the Word of God, not to your own passions. Let's pray together. Father, we pray that you would guard us from our own passions. Would our passions not dictate for us who we would listen to, but instead would we be about the truth of your Word? And would your words speak plainly to us that we would be shaped and molded into the image of Christ? Would your pastors that you have put in your church, would they speak the word of God and not their own passions? That you, Heavenly Father, would be glorified beyond all things. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Thank you so much for being here today. We'll see you again tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.